Okay, the Ramban, after we addressed last night, uh, where the dialogue in which Hashem, Moshe asks Hashem what his name is, right after Hashem tells Moshe what his name, what he should tell the people, Hashem then tells Moshe, Vyasafta, Ziknei Yisrael, go and gather the elders of the Jewish people, and you'll say, Pakod, Pakoditi Eschem, the God of Avram, Yisrael, and Yaakov has come to redeem you and to take you out of Mitzrayim, to bring you to the land of Canaan, um, which I have promised, the land of Zavas Chalav, Udivash, flowing with milk and honey, and the Jewish people will listen to your voice. They will believe you. Rashi points out, as does the Ramban, the reason why the Jews will believe that Moshe has been sent is because of the secret code word of Pakod, Pakodity, that double word, I have surely remembered you to redeem you from its rhyme. Yosef uses that word, Yaakov uses that phrase, so that when Moshe comes and says, I've been sent by Hashem, Pakod, Pakodity, Eschem, they'll know this is the real deal. The Ramban comments, why is that such a, a valid way if it's a secret code that everybody knows? Maybe Moshe knew it as well. So the Ramban suggests either there was a Masorah that they had that Hashem had given a promise that no charlatan would come and use that phrase. No one would have the audacity to use this famous phrase that everybody's been waiting for if it wasn't real. Or he suggests that the age that Moshe was when he ran from Paro after killing the Egyptian earlier in the Parsha, he was only 12 years old, the Ramban suggests. Which means that he was, according to the Ramban, he was in Midian for, he, at 80, he returns and he was there for 62 years, for 68 years. He was in Midian away from his family, away from everybody, and he didn't know it. And the Medrash suggests that he was so young when he had to leave so that he couldn't be old enough to have been taught the secret code word so that when he comes with it, the people are like, oh, this is the real deal. Be that as it may, Hashem tells them, the people will believe you when you come and you say that I have sent you and it's time to be redeemed. Hashem does not give him any of the famous signs with the hand turning into tzaras and the water turning to blood and the staff turning to the snake. He just says, gather them and tell them and they're going to believe you. But Moshe has an odd response to that. Moshe says, Vaya'an Moshe, Vayomer, lo They're not going to believe me. They're not going to listen to my voice. So Hashem says, okay, what's that in your hand? The staff, throw it down, it'll turn to a snake. Put your hand in, it'll turn to tzaras, and, and the water will turn to blood. Why doesn't Mo- Hashem himself tells Moshe, the people are going to believe you. Why does Moshe say they're not going to believe me? So the Ramban is very troubled by this. He offers two suggestions. Number one, he says, the Medrash seems to say, This was actually an inappropriate comment that Moshe made at this point to claim against the Jewish people that they're not going to believe him after Hashem already told them that they will believe him. And Hashem gives him the signs to you, Moshe, like you need these signs, and that's why one of them is turning in Saras, that you spoke Lashon Hara against the Jewish people. Um, that was inappropriate that you said that they weren't going to believe you. The Ramban himself suggests, just in terms of simply reading the Psukim, that Moshe had a very specific complaint or concern that what's, about what's going to happen, and it's a very beautiful insight that takes us really throughout the rest of Jewish history. Moshe says like this, okay, you're sending me, and you told me that they're going to believe me, they're going to listen to me, but you also told me, we didn't read this inside, you also told me that when I go to Paro, it's not going to work, that the first time I come, Paro's going to throw me out, and then you're going to send all of your wondrous events and what we know to become the Ten Makot, so Moshe says to Hashem, yes, I know they're going to believe me. They're going to believe me to come originally with me. Meaning when I first go to Paro, they're all going to be on board and they're going to say, great, Hashem has sent this messenger to us. It's going to be wonderful. They're going to come. But 
As soon as we get to Paro, they're all going to hear what's going to happen. Paro's going to reject me. They don't know that. They don't know that that's what's going to happen. And as soon as my plan fails, the first stumbling block that I hit when Paro throws me out and says, no, I will not let them go, then they're going to say, you're a charlatan, Moshe. This can't be true that Hashem sent you because if Hashem had sent you, it would have worked. Had Hashem sent you, we would leave. What's this kind of business that you show up and Paro says, no, I'm not letting you go. I'm going to make you work harder. That's when Moshe says, they're not going to believe me. Yes, when I first show up, they'll believe me. I believe you, Hashem, that they'll believe me. But as this goes on, it's not going to work. They're going to fall off because it's not happening right away. And on that, Moshe is given the signs from Hashem. I'm going to give you all of these signs so that they should be able to take it through all the difficulties, all the stumbling blocks, all the roadblocks along the way to know that I have indeed sent you. And yes, sometimes redemption doesn't go smoothly. It doesn't go the first time. It takes a couple of uh, circles around until, uh, until you get to final uh, process. And it's one of the things we learned from this entire story. And that was the dialogue in which Moshe says, but they won't believe me, meaning in the future when it doesn't work. And Hashem gives him the signs to, to strengthen the Jewish people um, at that point.